The flash blinded her. She couldn't see, but she heard his voice clearly. A deep, rumbling peal of thunder that turned her heart into an echo chamber. Focus on the light. I can't. It hurts my eyes. You must. It's time now. Time? Time for what? Time to cross over the bridge into the light. Come. You have the wrong person. I'm not ready to cross over. You are Angela Gentry Rhodes, aren't you? Yes, but you can call me Angel. Only when you've earned it, Angela. Whatever you choose to call me, I'm telling you, there's been some mistake. We never make mistakes. We? Who do you mean? Who are you? I am your companion. You are to follow me. Come now, everyone's waiting for you. This way. Angel opened her eyes. She looked about to see where she was. Vaguely, she remembered hospital corridors, hushed voices, pain. But maybe she'd dreamed those things. Within the range of her vision now was a vast nothingness, stretching on forever. She seemed poised in a dark void, weightless as a feather. Only the light and the softer glow of her companion relieved the warm, velvet blackness. This way, please, he repeated. Where am I? Is this heaven? Not quite. Follow me. Angela stayed put. If this wasn't quite heaven, then where the hell was she? She wondered. I can't go anywhere until I find Jim and Hope. Where are they? They're where they belong. Their names won't come up on the list for many years. But yours is right here. See for yourself. Angela turned in the direction the shimmering, faceless apparition pointed, away from the light, and watched a page of fancy, old-fashioned script float down out of the nothingness. It glowed like a giant movie screen. She read her name at the top, and next to it, Angel Candidate, Rainbow Class. Then followed a brief summary, stating the reasons for her summons to heaven, along with the faults that gave her only a probationary status. According to the power that be, who had signed the official-looking document, Angela's fiery temper was a definite strike against her. However, she had loved her husband and baby unselfishly, with all her heart. She had made her parents proud of her. She had followed all life's rules and only occasionally questioned authority. On all counts, she had been a caring person. She had taken in stray animals, visited shut-ins, donated to flood, earthquake, and hurricane victims. Furthermore, and much in her favor currently, she had given up smoking, and she never wore furs. A postscript at the bottom added, Would have been a wonderful mother if only she'd been a better driver. Hey, I'm a good driver. The accident wasn't my fault. The snowstorm came on so fast. The ruts were so deep that...
she stopped in mid-sentence, wondering what she was talking about. What accident? She couldn't remember. Her thoughts seemed distorted, as hazy and indistinct as the man she was talking to.